Attention, please be advised. The following episode contains spoilers. Don't say we didn't warn you. Because they're just people in armor. Well, oh, they're, they're, they're kind of assholes. Scouts. Yeah, but I mean, they're people are assholes. <laughs> Welcome to Mandalorian, the nerd on miniseries where we discuss the latest episode of the Disney Plus hit series, The Mandalorian. Today, we, we bust out the Darksaber like the moth we are Ooh! in Chapter ah! 8. Redemption. No, the. No. And you wanted to relinquish the opening of the show to me. I don't know. You're, you're, <laughs> you fucking came was, up with it. So, That's pretty epic. It's like John Favreau, like, hey, maybe I shouldn't direct the last episode of the season. I'm, co- I'm paying you a compliment. <laughs> Thanks, I appreciate it. Uh, so, yeah, guys, this has been a journey for us. We are now at the end of the a road. journey, as a we journey. say here. Uh, and uh, we finally get our, a jetpack and all the things come to light. Um, and uh, oh, Rising Phoenix. Yeah. Uh, this, Are you trained in the Rising Phoenix? Uh, I am. Yes, I am. When I was, yeah. uh, so let's get this show on the road. Let's introduce the host of the evening. My name is Tom. Ali. Corey. And this episode is brought to you in part by the proud people of the Nerd On Nation, powered by Patreon. Patreon. If you're not familiar with Patreon, it is like, like a culture where you can uh, take part in, no matter where you were born, even if you're a part of it or not to begin with. Uh, well fucking done. Right? Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, Creed. it's uh, it's something where you can uh, support your favorite creators like us uh, here at NerdOn or uh, other people of the NerdOn family like uh, the Capus Crusaders. And um, from a dollar, five, and eight dollars, you can select certain tiers to get certain perks such as never-before-heard episodes, sneak peeks before we record the stuff, and even being part of the episodes with our NerdOn nudge as well as our NerdOn update. Um, if you would like to hear more, check out nerdon.tv. But the short link to check that out is nerdon.io backslash Patreon. And it's, it's not a clan of two, it's a clan of many. Clan of many, yes. Uh, and uh, if you want to read more about Star Wars and all this great stuff, Comicsology is the internet's number one spot for mm-hmm. comic books. You could check out nerdon.io backslash Comicsology. Uh, and every purchase made through that link specifically. Uh, goes to help us out being the best uh, podcast we could possibly ever be. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, Well done. And uh, yeah, yeah, so let's get the show on the road. Let's dive right in. We got a lot. We got a lot in this 48-minute episode. Lot to unpack. So initial reactions, babies. Yeah. Ollie, you can start us off. Um, I mean, this was... It's just, it's almost as if the last seven episodes were sort of uh, like a web series that led up to like the release of a movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or so. mm-hmm. That's kind of like good way go how it came. It was It was grander and more epic and more satisfying than I could ever hope for that episode to have been. Mm-hmm. And it almost like had no right to be as thorough and well like structured as it ended up being with all the pieces that it had like coming before it. Part of me wishes like they kind of should have put left it over from the last episode a little bit more. Yeah, I was like spread it out more. Yeah, like, a little bit. Spread yeah, out the, the epicness. But uh, <laughs> yeah, because because uh, you know we get through a pretty like a lot happens in the first half of the movie and the episode mo- uh, of the see it's already there it it's is. already there it is. Tiger, well, I will done it again. Uh, at the same time, Watchmen is now done, and a lot of people are calling that show a movie. So, yeah. I mean, like, this, you know, TV's hit the golden era. Right. In terms of, like, what it is. So, a lot of it can be considered a movie. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I uh, I got through, like, half of it. And, like, I've had to pause it to, like, go get something from, like, the kitchen or something. And I was like, that's only 27 minutes in. And we're already on the, you know, spoilers or whatever. The, like, the almost death scene of him. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, my God. What else is this episode going to have in it? Because I was like, I if know. it ended there, like, that would have been, like, obviously, that wouldn't have been the best for the story. But enough awesome had happened yeah. to where I was like, that would be like a normal episode mm-hmm. before. So um, I think Taika killed it. Uh, it it was like beautifully shot. The flashback sequence that was like fully fleshed out this time was getting to see that whole was really well put together. And like those droids were just as terrifying. And it, it's interesting to see them in a new light. Oh, and the music like that. cue the music. was the same when the Mando's come in episode three. Yeah. It was just, it was just really well done. And I'm, um, I'm really excited for the future of the series and see where, where they take it. Um, I saw uh, Kevin Smith post something on Twitter where mm-hmm. he got a coin from Mr. John Favreau at the screening of Rise of Skywalker. And it was the coin. Uh, it was a sigil of the Mudhorn. Yeah. And I literally commented like, so this is his sigil then. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, so, so it's it not. So kind of spoiled it through I was like, that. So it's not Yoda. <laughs> so I was like, okay, whatever. That's funny. So um, seeing it, I was like, oh, okay, whatever. That's cool. But yeah. then I like the the best 
part about that was just the whole idea ideology of what the clan was. Mm-hmm. Um but uh yeah, this episode it's a it's the jam pack, you know, wrap up the ser- the season episode. Yeah. Um I still I again I'm the most critical of the show, I think amongst all of my peers. Um I, you know, spent a little bit of the holiday talking about it with some friends and got their ideas of it and I uh, not gonna double down on it, but it's like, yeah, there's some parts in here I still would have cut out instead, and it wouldn't sure. be like uh, it's saving runtime or anything. Like that, but it's yeah. just like some of this is n- unnecessary at this point. But like, there are some really good sequences of good action, fast paced action, where it's like if you melange them together in a really fantastic way, it makes for a pretty satisfactory, entertaining sequence. Um, there are some moments of good tension. There are some moments of like I think bad uh, subversions. Mm-hmm. Um, that I think that are in this in this, but then I like how it left off in good places, but also it left off in places where it's so like I want it like you you milked this cow, but not this cow, mm-hmm. and so there there are different things like that. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I I I'm glad to see that there is kind of again this maybe a shift in the world where season two will take off. You think so? I I hope so. Mm-hmm. Um. There's a little bit Describe of that. What you mean. There's a little bit of that family. Oh well, everything's all hunky dory now right. at the end of the series, a season. But then there's a little bit of that shift of like, well, we can't have the same fun with the same friends and toys. Mm-hmm. Like we'll have to go on a different journey. I a little see what bit you're saying. Alone. Right, right, right. Because um, he's sort of like, like that would have been season two if he had accepted that invitation from yeah. from uh, Carl Weathers' character. Yeah, yeah. Grief. It, what Carl, is it? Grief. Carl, Carl Grief or something. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> just change his last name. I don't think. I think it. Well, either way. Hey, uh, look, people are calling him Lando. Okay, so I give me give oh, me some geez. fucking cred. No, it's yeah. I just, uh, I just, yeah. Corey, he's, he's great. Yes, sir. What did you think of this finale season finale? Uh, I loved it. Being someone again who is a fan of of extended universe and stuff like the dark saber popping up at the end and getting to see um. So yeah, so someone who's been a fan of Star Wars for this long, getting to see two stormtroopers in that element, like the stormtroopers, yeah. uh, you know, the subtle nod that they can't shoot for shit. I kind but of also like. I almost wanted just a show about stormtroopers. Yeah. So shout out to Jason Sudeikis and uh, uh, Adam Pally. Like they killed that scene. Yeah. I, I haven't like the whole time I was sitting there, I was like, good for the, I. I've never seen something like this in Star Wars before. That that's uh, yeah. not a parody. No. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and so, so for me, it was like, it was such a big, like my wife and I were sitting there going like, this is awesome. I yeah. love this. And of course, like the tension of hitting the baby every time. And then you get hints of it, like in episode seven. Yeah. Uh, sorry. We get hints of it in the force awakens. Yes. With that sort of like, oh, let's bring yeah. it into the, let's bring that tone into the, into the modern time yeah, or whatever. But I think this was sort of like a whole different level. Oh man. It was, yeah. that was such a fantastic cold open. Yeah. Um, talking about Jar Jar Binks wasn't a little bit of the silly. <laughs> Mm-hmm. No, I'm talking about like the stormtroopers in Force Awakens were kind of like, oh. like they saw Kylo Ren having a tantrum and they turned around and went the other way. Like there was a little bit of personality I mean, in them. I would say sadly, it's kind of almost been baked in just because how uh, New Hope was filmed because that one stormtrooper that hits his fucking head on yeah. the goddamn doorway. <laughs> that's where they became the, like, that's you know, the first move meme along. or whatever. And also but, they can't shoot. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I, 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 I was sold from the, the minute the cold open hit. Uh, onward. I, I really like uh, Moff Gideon. I think he's a great addition. I wish, again, yes. I wish he came in sooner. I think I said that yeah. last week as well. Uh, but I'm not upset that he's here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll take whatever I can get. I liked the subtle nods to past episodes in this. Like the, uh, I forget the name of the gun right now off the top of my head, but it's it shows the up. E-Web. Yeah, it shows up in uh, Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. In the, it's one of the giant guns they have, uh, or its predecessor shows up in right. Empire. Um so getting to see that kind of stuff and, uh, you know, having IG-11 have some action in there, like something I I was listening to our past episodes and me being bummed out in the first episode that we wouldn't see him again. <laughs> getting to see him kick some more ass yeah. was like Come back, such a reward himself. for me being like, oh, thank God. Well, okay. I mean, that's what the episode's all really about. Redemption. It's his redemption. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. No, no. I'm just saying like that was that was a big, nice surprise for me. Um so, uh, yeah. And then like, you know, they had a lot of payoffs, like getting to see what? They did Terminator 1 and 2 in one season. Yeah, that's true. Dum, 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 dum. Uh, you know the payoffs of getting to see his helmet off, and um, mm-hmm. you know the nod yeah. to busting open the grate and subverting that a little bit. Like we've seen that in so many movies. We're like, mm-hmm. oh, let's go down to the trash compactor, but then it won't open. It won't and open. so, uh, I think I think for a Star Wars fan, this is a, this is a pretty great great episode. Yeah. Um, you know, it was uh, it was such a like a great like Moff Gideon stuff was such a great like, uh, 
interesting way to get all that exposition. Yeah. In 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 like a menacing sort of like suspenseful way that yeah. like I was like totally okay with. Yeah. yeah. I think exactly. it worked really it, it, well. It gave me a little bit of a, for those who are familiar, I finished it as well. Rebels. It gave me a little uh, Imperial oh, yeah? Thrawn. Yeah. Um, and that's like one of the like season villains in he's the one, show. He's, some, he's someone who's actually from the extended universe from like 98. Yeah. And oh, never wow. showed up well, now, until. Well, now he's con- canon. Yeah. So, nice. like, and that's kind of thing where it's like, it's not like a, a, a wieldy, strong force user. It's someone who's like conniving, cunning, and ruthless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and like what Thrawn does in the show, like he literally just spars with the robots. Yeah, it's kind of dope. But so, it's, and like it's nice the cool thing, that, yeah. the cool thing about like, uh, and I'll this will be the last thing I'll say. On this we'll get into it. But the cool thing about seeing the dark saber here is that means the raid of the Mandalorians didn't happen very long ago mm. because they had it in. Uh, um, well, I mean, we might go some spoilers a little bit. A little Not bit. Well, I'm gonna say tears. they had they had some of it in Clone Wars, but also that means like there's a small window that this Mandalorian raid could yeah. have happened. So, uh, oh, the raid that they are talking about in show. Yeah, in the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's been. Because for him to assume, wars. for him to assume that he's from Mandalore, you would you would assume that's like it happened within that generation, right? So, so I mean, there's a mo. We'll talk about it in the show. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah. I loved this. Being someone who's a fan of Star Wars, getting to see a lot of my favorite things either rewarded or subverted was yeah was a great viewing experience. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. So we'll go I'll into put. the brief synopsis as well as the production. Mm-hmm. Uh. Wanted. Uh, yeah, double, double so uh, yeah. essentially Quill gets killed in the last episode and these two mm-hmm. scout troopers pick him up. We get this wonderful... Pick up Yoda. Pick up the baby child. child. So I found out child. recently that Bob Iger got chastised for calling it Baby Yoda. He didn't. He didn't? I mean, did he call it Baby Yoda? There was... Yeah, I think there's... A, if you go online, the, the Disney CEO... Yeah, but mm-hmm. I mean, I got, feel like the internet called it Baby Yoda before he did. He, they did, but the whole point is that he's not like the internet's one thing. But like someone who's part of the company, in his, it, it's the child. Yeah, he should. Yeah. Uh, so that picks up the child, and we have a wonderful moment between these two before uh, IG Eleven, the protector, shows up and kicks some serious ass. Uh, he goes back into town to save our our other heroes who are pinned down from uh, Moff. Moff Gideon and his army. Uh, a shootout because it is a western. Uh, based off the westerns and the samurais, there's a shootout in town. There's a fight in town. Uh, eventually, our heroes escape to the sewers. Uh, they take a lava river in which the covert uh, IG Eleven um, realizes that the oh no sorry they see the uh, Mandalorian enclave armor. has been destroyed. Yeah. The armor is left over. She gives him his sigil and says he's your foundling now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you either have to train him or return him to his species. She stays so, behind to gather all the materials. Now there's a charge uh, for our hero to know exactly what he needs to do with the baby. Uh, they leave. She badass fight ensues with her. Uh, mm-hmm. We see why she's the leader. Uh, they get to this lava river. And IG-11, you know, runs some statistics because he's a droid and says, the only way I can, we can make it out of here, the only way I can truly protect this baby is to self-destruct. Yeah. So if you say you can care for this baby, I can protect it. Mm-hmm. At some point, we are we do see Jin Jaren's face. Yes. And we are, ex- yeah. we are told that he, he is not a, very bad. Like a born from Mandalore. Mandalorian. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. And we get the yeah. flashback that, like, at the end that we've been seeing throughout the series, that he was picked up and saved by other Mandalorians and trained, uh, and trained, and he joined, and then like his. That's why he took the oath to never why, take the helmet and off. That's yeah. yeah that's so he says I can't take my helmet off in front of living things, and IG Eleven points out I'm, I'm not, not a living, living thing. Yeah. I'm technically just as Quill said, it is just a fabrication of whoever or a mirror, it, mirror of whoever made it. Mm. Um, so this uh, he self destructs Terminator, dun, 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 uh, dun, dun, dun. and basically saves them from a troop of stormtroopers. But then Moff Gideon shows up. Uh, and before leaving the armor, she gave Mando a jetpack, which he was trained in. So he uses it, mm-hmm. although very clumsily, attaches himself to the TIE fighter. Very Batman-esque. Very tries to put awesome a sequence. sticky grenade on. Doesn't work. Moff mm-hmm. Gideon's got some moves. Uh, he drops it, gets Doesn't his work. last one, sticks it on there, and lets go and uh, destroys the ship, blows it up. And then uh, we got Carl Weathers, uh, gives him the baby back, says, Mondo! you should stay here with us. And he's like, I can't. I got to do this thing. Uh, he's like he's gonna rebuild the rebuild the guild. Cardoon mm-hmm. says I'll, she's gonna be the enforcer and that he's gonna clear her name once she joins the guild officially. Then she won't be on a wanted list anymore. So that works out really well. And he takes off in the ship. Um, and uh, Baby Yoda is wearing very symbolically wearing the foundling necklace uh, mm-hmm. or the armor uh, Mandalorian necklace, meaning kind of symbolizing that he is now what's the foundling. The, what's ornament. that monster thing? The Mythosaur Mythosaur skull, which is what Mandalore the first killed. Uh, and but we f- pan over to, to the, the crash, tie fighter, tie fighter, which Jawas are picking apart, and suddenly, <laughs> dark saber comes right out of the side and cuts himself out, holding the Moth first Gideon. time we have ever seen the dark saber in a live action 
place, uh, and then it ends. Or as Mandolin goes, wow. Yeah. So the production. That was 10 minutes. That's good. I'm glad that you gave yourself a good job. Uh, so the production stays, everything's the same, same, same. Director is Taika Waititi, known yes. for Hunt for the Wilder People, Jojo Rabbit, and What We Do in the Shadows. Um, the cast of anything of this episode change is Emily Swallow, who plays uh, the armorer. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know her from Supernatural, Castlevania, Mentalist, Taika Waititi, who reprises IG-11. Um, mm-hmm. And What We Do in the Shadows, uh, Jojo Rabbit and Ragnarok. Uh, and Giancarlo Esposito from Breaking Bad, The Boys, and Usual Suspects. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we have, other than that, it's just a regular uh, tri- trio. Uh, release date, December 27th, uh, 2019. Um, and this episode was 48 minutes. And uh, the nice. Rotten Tomatoes score for that episode specifically was 100, but the oh. overall show has still been 94 critics, 93 audience. Okay. Um, but yeah. Yeah, so great. That gets so, into it. Yeah. Favorite, favorite parts. parts. Oh, uh, I would say my favorite Part would probably be the ten. Uh, I actually like the firefight pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. In the in the, in the middle, the one yeah. that they don't quite escape from. Well, like you know, uh, Jaron's getting shot yeah. up like that, and like he came in like IG Eleven comes through. Well, like he comes in, and starts the initial like mm-hmm. you know destruction of like the E Web or the yeah whatever it's called, mm-hmm. and like everyone's like okay cool we're all fighting and then they so they go out and they start storming aimbotting all over again yeah, yeah but then I really like where the fight turned to where they had to retreat and then the, I believe the armor is the shock is the art trooper armor mm-hmm. the guy with the flamethrower yeah art yeah, trooper it's, it's yeah. literally Cara Dune's what armor she would have worn. Well, she wasn't part of the, the rebels. Yeah, she was the re- I'm sorry, clo- she was the rebels, not yeah. the Sith. As a clone trooper, like that's what they wore. Yeah, and when you guys watch Clone Wars, those who are listening out there, so she didn't wear that because she was part of the re- yeah, uh, the rebellion. same like sort of rank or whatever. But yeah. they are equivalent. Yeah, yeah is equivalent, that kind of? And yeah. so I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Um, but then just seeing like more different colored Imperial armor. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that. Yeah, I like that over than. It's a black one. It's a white Death one. Troopers. Here's, you know, I'm like, but this is like, oh, it's got markings. Got anyone that. who's ever played uh, um, Battlefront, Battlefront, yeah, will we'll like recognize the yellow, yeah, the, the yellow armor colors, yeah. higher rank, yeah. But I'm mm-hmm. um, just seeing that and that kind of like uh, dread happening. So faux pas dread for me because I'm like, we have 30 minutes. So <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I really like that sequence. Yeah, uh, for me, it was the armorer fight. Yeah, getting to see why That's she's fine. in charge. Uh, cause that was, I mean, and also getting to see stormtrooper armor shatter. <sighs> when she like, shattered the respirator like, oh, part of the, my God. yeah, that was like a pretty amazing moment. That was a brutal fight. Um, because like, you know, I, I'll be honest, I was worried about the armor. I'm like, okay, they, they can kill her off easily and it won't affect the story whatsoever. I'm sure she's going to put up some badass fight and get shot, but does here just fucking destroy mm-hmm. these well, six stormtroopers? Also like most of the Mandalorians didn't make it die. What? They left. Oh yeah, a lot. Well, some of them escaped. Hopes, some of them did. Some of yeah. them, she but, hopes. But those helmets there weren't because they died. It was because they left it and they had to escape because the covert was uh, like revealed during episode three. Do we know that though? Because she That's said what she that, said. She said only she hopes some made it. She a lot said, of them died. She said they all escaped. They said they escaped, and I hope all of them made it off planet. Didn't say they all escaped. Well, it said like they were trying to escape because that's what the thing. Yeah. Some of the helmets you see. I mean, like here's the thing: they would not have taken the helmets off. Right. I mean, if they're trying to escape, kind of. No, because even him, he, he's no, dying he, and he won't. He take asks. It off. He's like, "Did they escape?" And she says, "I hope so." And then she's like, "I think some of them got off world." But so I, like, that's, the, that's the most I think it's says. implied that all of those ones died. But yeah. you see John Favreau's helmet too. I think, I think him like Heavy. being that that emotionally weighted. I think that's what they were. Probably yeah, I think she for. said I hope. But I would say the, the funny thing is that within the flashback, he gets though, that armor after. is totally different than all the other armor that we saw. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, well, it was that like clan the that people occupying the like the, co- the covert. Yeah, yeah, it's like, got to be like a rescue team of some sort, right? or it could have been just Mandalorians from different places. Mm-hmm. And like that to me kind of confirms more and more how much this clan of Mandalorians are so different than yeah. what we've seen. Well, yeah. it's probably pre-raid, right? So they were probably an established right. Well, I mean, this could be like a refuge, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, no, I just mean the in the flashback. Oh yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. they, they could have been too, super established. And now, what we have now is basically a melting pot of all these different Mandalorians. Yeah, because mm-hmm. like, if you watch After the Mando raid, if you watch uh, Clone Wars and you watch Rebels, and you see like there are different houses and clans and families, and there are really defined ones based on the sigils that they have. And so, the fact that the armor makes a sigil for him is like, oh, he's going to be his own clan. And so that's like. 
very kind of interesting where it's like, what clan was she part of? Mm-hmm. What clans were they, everyone else part of? Were they part of the clans already established in the canon or were these different ones? And what was a clan that picked him up? Is that a different clan or is that, you know, just like the starting out troops? It's yeah. Like, it's weird. Um, but yeah, anyways. They'll get into it, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm that not. fight that fight for me was was pretty... Um, I cheered out loud. <laughs> a huge a huge moment for me was um, the jetpack tie, tie fighter mm. fight sequence. Like, just him timing it and and catching it and then being like and then basically like being you know being towed by a freaking tie fighter yeah and like it was just an awesome it was very bad yeah Yeah. and then him like and then him like landing perfectly and everything like it Uh, felt good to see him with the jetpack for sure yeah uh i was a really good shot is or as part is uh when ig11 sacrifices himself yeah again terminator one kill the baby terminator two save Save the baby baby. yeah and so but also how's he die in fucking lava. Lava. In lava. Like in do 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 with the thumb I up. Can, I cannot be captured. Um, and I, uh, it, I'll try to not turn this into a clown, but I wanted more of that exploration because they turn it real hard of like, IG-11's here to protect the baby. It's mm-hmm. willing to do everything to protect the baby and like has to convince Mando to take off his helmet to heal him. Yeah. And even then knows within his programming that it's like, I'm not alive. I'm not a human. I'm not a living being. But also, I know my primary programming versus my like secondary my secondary programming mm-hmm. are conflicting. And you will do what is possible because I have to do what's possible to save this baby. Mm-hmm. And they kind of really drive home this kind of sincere moment. But I feel like it was kind of like you almost don't. And it makes me understand oh, why yeah, they, I can tell you're sad. Well, no. That, I mean, I'm a nursing droid. It's it, me. It makes sense why they tried so hard to make that little CGI growth moment of him being like reprogrammed a thing to try to make oh, you I attached see. to him. But you still don't get it because it's like this is all in the past, and I still haven't That's, seen you. It's the small problem with casting someone like Taika in that role is they had to kill him off now because he doesn't have the time to keep coming back. Mm. Yeah, I mean, he's already going to be not doing Akira, so yeah. Like he's already tied up with all, too many things. So I they I know why they did it for a practical reason, but for a story standpoint, it does suck. Well, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. I would say that kind of stuff is like what happened with the uh, Spider Verse, where like they took five years to do all the voiceover. Yeah. Because <laughs> scheduling. But like, yeah, it's kind of like it kind of shows a little bit of like what happens when you have characters, and I, it, I guess it makes sense why the show is the way it is. Yeah. Like, hey, here for uh, two days, then you peace out. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, uh, another favorite part of mine, I, I said it during the explanation, but the 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 stormtroopers scene is mm, pretty yeah. fucking phenomenal. Yeah, it's it's actually I like yeah they, they were because they're just people in armor like they're real stormtrooper cold opening. Well, oh, they're, exactly. they're kind of assholes. Scouts. Yeah, but I mean they're people are assholes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. most kinda, people are assholes, but they're people. They're just people in armor. Well, they're not these like silent guardians or these like you know like move along all the time. Like yeah. they're. They have shitty conversations. They make fun mm-hmm. of each other. Like, no, you just want to look at it again. Like, no, I, w- I just want to make sure how pissed is he going to be if it's not breathing. Yeah. And then it bites him, and he's like, oh, it's a little shit. Like, come on. Uh, it, <laughs> it was, was really it was re- real. It kind of yeah, it was really it refreshing to see them not in the. There, anytime you see stormtroopers, it's like in a situation. Mm-hmm. Like, oh shit, the stormtroopers well, it's, here. It's interesting. Like, Star Wars has always had this weird, like, I feel like identity crisis thing where George Lucas always meant for it to be like the old serials from back in the day. And that that has very stylistic choices for dialogue and, you know, the very overly romanticized th- you know, scenarios. And we get a lot of that in Sam, A New Hope. Yeah. And uh, in that original, <laughs> and in that original, uh, like, uh, trilogy. But it's sort of it doesn't really fit that anymore, especially like lately. And so it's nice for them to sort of accept that and pieces of it, yeah, yeah, and to, to be like, let's an we can be a bit more grounded. We can yeah. be a bit more like realistic. It doesn't have to be overly romanticized. I, I yeah. would say it kind of play tries to play both worlds. Yeah, it's a delicate balance. But I wouldn't say it's trying to fully evolve from it because once you kind of take away that this is kind of like a genre meant for kids, yeah. like it kind of then falls apart. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, some of the, some of the deliveries are still like, uh, Carl Weathers' deliveries are very, still very Star Wars-esque and, and. Daytime soap. Which yeah, to me exactly. isn't, that's not a, a big problem, but also kind of like the, it's so funny because like this show does so much to not explain anything. Mm-hmm. Where everything after the first three movies do so much to try to explain everything. Yeah. Well, and, and I appreciate that, I appreciate that to a degree, um, 
because it kind of it feels like it just wants to you know like if you were if it wasn't set in the Star Wars universe it would just be like a drama show or whatever it'd be a western um, it'd be a western and you don't have to you wouldn't have to explain like the currency or the or how the guild works or whatever unless it's needed obviously for the plot but so it's nice for Star Wars to like go that route too of being like well uh, we don't have to we're not gonna give you tile cards you know like if you don't recognize the New York skyline then sorry if you don't recognize you know Jakku then sorry mm-hmm. you know uh, so. I do, were I there do. tile cars in this? Where they went to a planet? I don't was think there? so. No, that's what he's they, saying. Yeah. No. That's his point. He's like, uh, yeah, there's yeah. no title cards. If so you don't recognize it. It, it sorry. doesn't hold your hand through Star Wars is kind of like yeah. kind of the overall point I'm making. Mm, okay. Yeah. Um I also It doubles down and leans on its own. Like, this is just our this is just our setting. So but we're gonna tell our story in it. Don't yeah. you know, we're not gonna explain our setting. You should know it or it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. Uh but like that the rest of that scene leading up to IG eleven showing up and just fucking destroying <laughs> the two of them. Him, like I, I oh literally my. with my wife said out loud, "Oh my god!" When he was smashing him into the, <laughs> into speeder, the speeder over and over again, I was like, "My god, that's awesome!" But violent, but awesome. Yes, I would say, yeah, it's violent for a Star Wars standard. Yeah, it sure. was surprising, yeah. but then it it, cho- it shows you exactly what Quill meant when he was like, "It'll protect." Like mm-hmm. nothing can stop it from protecting. Yeah, um, which kind of makes me ask, where the fuck were you last episode? It was told to stay at the ship, and yeah. then all of a sudden, like, "Oh, Quill's dead. I'm going to go." Yeah. Although I have he, to he's say, SpongeBob, I I'm head out. The moment that they all like, you you see like the stormtroopers start to like shift their attention towards him coming down the alley or whatever. Or like, oh, yeah. in the, that, on the flats. Yeah, that was yeah. that was a pretty great sequence too. And he's the just Jabba like just shooting left, a few. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, just shooting like random ones as he's. Well, going. it was like the Dark Knight when he's on the speeder shooting up the cars. And, yeah, there yeah. you go. <laughs> Exploding off from the like, little okay. kids. Yeah, and so I was like, okay, okay. Uh yeah yeah I uh I there was a, I mean there was a ton I liked my, one of the, the biggest things for me this is my last one was the implication that the baby Yoda is now a foundling aka a Mandalorian yeah yes um and they made the point to drive that home in the f- first part of the episode of of him explaining like it's it's not a race it's not a it's an ideal that they Creed. let me be a part of and that's what makes you Mandalorian it doesn't matter what yeah. you are is it in the first one. In the first part of this episode, oh, he gets hurt. No, no, sorry, the first part before he gets hurt, um, when he first he goes, announces that his name is uh, uh, Din Jaren. Yeah, he's like, it's a creed, and that and yeah. cuts to the flashback. Uh, so you know, driving that point home, and then him being in the ship and having his Mandalorian pennant, and then him going, you know what? Why don't you wear that for a while? Um, there's all. I mean, the, another part of the creed too is that if someone is your direct family, you can take your helmet off in front of them. Mm. So. I'm also hoping that opens the door for a little more Adam Pascal in season two as well. Now on board the ship with the baby Yoda, all that kind of stuff. Adam Pascal? Pedro oh, sorry. Pascal? Did you combine <laughs> Adam Driver and Pedro Pascal? Adam Pascal is from Rent. <laughs> okay. uh, he played Roger on Broadway. <laughs> but you know you know Pedro Driver, right? You know, he, uh, 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 yeah, excuse musicals? me. Sorry, Pedro Pascal. Uh, I'm hoping it opens up more for, for that because um, it was really, ref- it was nice to see his face. Yeah. I... Well, I'll talk about it in qualms. Uh, so I have a, I have one other. Yes, 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 please. Um, Giancarlo Esposito's just pref- like delivery. Fucking Gus Fring, baby, in space. Of of like who they are. Yeah. And like, I can like, tell by your panicked yeah. reaction that your <laughs> shock trooper Kara Cynthia Dune yeah. should be able to tell you. Disgraced magistrate, what's his face, mm-hmm. will be able to tell but you. But also, it's like how. Her comrades were disintegrated. Disintegrated in the, by as a they similar, dropped in like, the hop. Just that whole by its predecessor. Yeah. That whole delivery, like, was like masterfully yeah. done. It's cool. oh, and also Carl is just drinking, taking shots <laughs> in the bar while all this is happening. It was wonderful. But also with two guns in his hands. Yeah, <laughs> he just one fixed one of that glowing blue drink. Yeah. takes another. He did like three or four shots while he was sitting there. He's like, "I'm gonna die. Might as well. Might as well. I'm he, in a cantina." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Tom, any more of the favorite parts or favorite character? Favorite character. Favorite characters? I don't have any more favorite parts. Do you? Um, do, 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 do. There, this thing, they're, they're married with Dark Blade. We talked about Dark Blade. Oh, I did like the subversion of the R2 unit being tall as fuck. That was yeah, funny. That was cool. Yeah. That caught me off guard. I was like, oh, 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 still going. Yeah, I think I think that's uh that's it. Those are the big points for me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, magic hands. Sorry. Come on, baby. Oh, um, do the magic hands. And then uh, it just waves at him. <laughs> I loved I loved the armor, though. <laughs> The armor, uh, kind of like ex- going a little bit into Jedi lore, like going a l- oh, little bit into the lore. Oh, yes, like, that felt they're kind. Great. So like sorry, the sor- I, f- I skipped right over that. No, yes. I loved, I loved her description of it's like it's so fascinating how no. far removed they're that not enemies. Right. It's so it's fascinating how far removed they are from like what we're so familiar with. 
Yeah. That they're, they call them a race of sorcerers. Yeah. Well, that's like, what they thought they were. That's why they well, created the Mandalorian armor and the. But it's, the it's interesting that, that they're so far removed that it's such a, such a mythological concept. That they don't think of necessarily even like lightsabers or like look or anything so, like that. So I they wonder just, if they'll bring this, this into it. Mythical sorcerer race. During the Mandalorian Wars, there were where there was a troop of Mandalorians who were trained in the Force and had lightsabers. Oh jeez. Yeah, they were fucking awesome. Oh, so man. Well, I mean, it's all non-canon now, but yeah. well, it unless, could come yet, back. Yeah. So, I mean, like, but like, remember, remember I showed you guys that G four thing of like the Emperor tries to find a job after the end of like. Yes. Return of the Jedi. Yeah, like I really like at the beginning of the the little comedy thing. It talks about like, oh, um, you know, it's like a press conference of like trying to be a publicity stunt of like, oh, we don't know what's going on with that, but we saw Luke uh strangle his dad. You know, yeah. like they're trying to cover. It. That's how I kind of feel how this world is, where like the inner workings of what we saw in the Skywalker saga yeah. is so underwrapped. It's kind of like getting becoming a fly on the wall of like the White mm-hmm. House now. Yeah, like what we get is pretty much the aftermath, and so. It makes sense, like, we get the rest of the universe doesn't know who is a savior. Is it just a fleet of rebels? Yeah. Is it the resistance? Are they? Do they have guns or do they have lightsabers? What is a lightsaber? I heard right. about it. Da, da, da. It's kind of like us and dinosaurs. They introduced yeah. the idea, in for, again, in Force Awakens. They, like, they introduced the idea of, True, like... True, all of it. That it got maybe, forgotten. Right. Yeah. Um, and this, But this takes place after five years later, so... Yeah. Anyways, uh, but also, ba- the, the, the child had been born, if you think about it, had been born, like, during fucking uh, uh, Phantom Menace. Yeah, mm-hmm. fifty years old. Hell, yeah. also like, anyways, uh, <laughs> or not, not necessarily Phantom Menace. Maybe Clone Wars. Maybe, maybe even it's later. Fifty years. Huh. Fifty years old. Who? The Mandalorian? No, the the child. Oh, the child. I wonder yeah. if that's interesting. Sorry, is, I thought you were talking about the Mandalorian. Is not fifty. No, the child is definitely like older than Luke and oh, older yeah, for than. Sure. I imagine we'll continue to explore. It's probably Clone Wars. Explore yeah. it. So I wonder so. if that's interesting. That time's interesting. Interesting. That's why I'm Wars. like I'm thinking of like what did Yoda do mm-hmm. in yeah. the council. Yeah, you or maybe, you know, you're right. Maybe even <laughs> Phantom because Obi Wan yeah. be about twenty something then. Around that time, then he's seventy during this. You know, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I mean, it's easy to to imagine that they all got forgotten because even at the time of uh, um, A New Hope, like even Luke's like, "Oh, the Jedi!" Like I heard tales about him. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Of course, uh, he's me." Like, yeah. that, I mean, <laughs> that's kind of like a, a cool poetic thing that I don't think was probably the I, the idea, but it's kind of like how tragedies happen in. The real world history it's like they kind of repeat after a certain amount of time that they yeah. get forgotten so it's like it's crazy that only from you know uh clone wars uh or even revenge of the sith to new hope mm-hmm. it's eradicated yeah the empire destroys any remember uh remembrance or records of the jedi to the point where luke is like yeah, i heard about him i don't even know mm-hmm. about him really there's yeah. like three left <laughs> yeah read your books so- kids Anyway, uh, the favorite characters. The Holocaust happened. I've got uh, podcasting on Mantle Stat. Very fast. So, favorite dangerous. character for this episode for me is, uh, I don't know his name, but it's uh, Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers. Grief. Uh, Grief Disgraced Car- magistrate. Car- Look it up. Yeah. Uh, Ali, favorite character? Um, mine is Moff Gideon mm. in this episode. Um, I, I just loved his delivery, his lines, and and... He pieced everything together through that as well, and it was just so well delivered and so well done that he had to. He took the cake for me, and of course, he has a. You know, it's hard for a character that's holding a dark blade to not be right. close to a favorite character. Yeah, in some ways. So that shot of him standing on the Tie Fighter at the end, you're like, it's pretty, pretty freaking dope. Yeah. I want like I want that exact thing as a statuette. That'd be dope. Oh my god! Make I don't it know how you'd make a dark dark saber though. Figure it out. Figure Black it out. Pipe. Disney, that Disney money. <laughs> um, that two hundred dollars for fucking lightsaber. For me, uh, it's the armor, armor, for sure. Yeah, just her her way of being like, this is the way. That was my favorite I need to scene. Stay I think and and break all this metal down so no one can get it, yeah. no one can grab it, because uh, it's precious to us. Mm-hmm. This is and just her being like, this is the way. Like the you, way. you need to watch that baby and return it. But well, why? This is the way. Mm-hmm. Like. I I know my everything's fucking gone, but you know, I'm sticking I could to it. Totally imagine season two that she like they fucking mid series comes in like they have to fight the new whatever evil goes visits her. She's now melted all the armor and now has made several different armors that just hang around like a little Tony Stark esque looking little thing. Batman. Oh, yeah. Batman. She she's the new Alfred. Well, she says like this is my clan. Yeah, and it's like her clan or her armor. So yeah, so I I I, like I hope that's not the, I, the end of, of her because no no. I, I imagine it, it is not. I watched that scene four times. <laughs> just that scene. I watched the episode once or twice and that scene four times because I was just so blown away. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Qualms? Qualms. Uh, cinematically, Darksaber doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean anything. It only mean? means something because we actually know inferred knowledge. Oh, and sure. so there is this two worlds that I like to walk in between of is that is there required reading before the film before what you watch so or not? Mm-hmm. in a sense yes and no but a lot of people do know what lightsabers mean so yeah. it's a lightsaber and there's a black one that's what they would say this yeah. is a black right. lightsaber that's still black enticing it doesn't yeah. necessarily you don't need to know the entirety behind well because well, we've gone through a whole like series without anything close to a lightsaber and then mm-hmm. um, well, except for the fire sh- blades sugar on but, top yeah, yeah it's, it's to me I think it's so I don't think it's, it's so cool for someone that actually knows what it is sure and like for me that knows what it is like the last time I saw it it didn't belong to him it belonged to someone else, mm-hmm. um, and I know that person, so I'm like, okay, cool. And so, like, where, how, where, how did the baton get passed? And because what I know is that that's the only one in existence, and yeah. so oh, like, okay. that's a really important thing. And then he's like, oh, he was just some fucking data entry guy back when I was a Mandalore. Now, how the fuck did he get it, right? And so it's kind of like, I think that's the sort of the seed, right? Right, and so that's kind of the thing where it's like he was some data entry guy who just looked your 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 Ellis Island ledger when you. When so it you wasn't arrived. data entry. He was security. So like, do you guys remember? What is he? Um, Moff Gideon's old job, Rogue One. He yeah yeah. He was the same exact role as um uh the guy in the white. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Same. Same. Well, yeah, he's the same rank as that. Yeah, a Moff or whatever. But on well, that no, that his job was the exact same. So he it's like a security. Like a galactic security. His job was to get choked out by Vader and walk away. Uh, so, was to enforce law. Enforce and know who the people were. law of the land. Got yeah. It. Uh, but yeah, so to me, it's kind of like, it's a cool reveal. And I'm kind of like, I I don't know. For me, there's a big part that I feel like sometimes the show did its thing versus like, I think you kind of should have leaned, leaned so much more into the Mandalorian stuff so that that would have been really big. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. like, I'm just going to talk about it. Darksaber. He's yeah. technically the leader of all Mandalorians. Like, that's what the Darksaber means. Yeah. Oh, so does it? Yeah. Oh. And so I'm like, that's kind of, uh, it's kind of like saying, but like, maybe like they taking off his mess. He's like, I'm a Yoda race too. It's like, <gasps> like but they that. may want to just talk about that in season two. Hopefully they do. But the thing is, the show has so far not done any of that. Where it's like, hopefully, 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 and they don't. And you're like, well, shit. Like they don't meet, they don't talk about what a sigil means at all. They don't talk about like mm-hmm. what's the importance of anything. And so it's like hard to see where it's like, other than it just being like, that's a Captain America shield in the background. It don't make sense when Kevin Feige says, yes, but we yeah, have I mean, a cinematic universe. It's going to be the same argument for every Marvel show then. Well, to mm-hmm. me, like none that's, of that's going to make sense. There's a without... point of like Easter egg to be like shown versus just an Easter egg that just dies in the background. Yeah. And like, I don't like it when no, it's no, like No, I just mean, I mean, there's going to be a lot of stuff in the Marvel shows that are continually linked to the rest well, and it's not going to be able to stand on its own two feet I don't I think this is where you and I have disagreed since the very beginning is that I don't see anything wrong with it since it is a Star Wars show why can't it borrow stuff from its IP I think that's fine but like make it worthwhile yeah you know what I mean like make it do something like the I think the big uh, I guess controversial episode between you and I was like episode 6 with the with Bill Burr yeah and mm-hmm. the horn dude and I was like he's flame retardant show me that and so, like, this, it's like, okay, you show this big thing at the end, so, like, please, God, show me what the, like, importance sure. of what this yeah. is. It's interesting, because um, I'm coming in from a position where I don't know anything about Dark Blade, and to me, it was just kind of like a... But how did you know it was called the Dark Blade? Because on Twitter or something. Like, I didn't, I didn't, I just saw it on, uh, I saw that it was called Dark Blade on Twitter before I'd seen the episode, so I, like... I saw that word and then I like closed the app real quick kind of thing. Gotcha. I mean, at um, some level, that's actually more information than most people would have gotten. Well, even that, well, even that, I'm just calling it Dark Blade for the sake of like it's continuing our conversation. Yeah. But like that, that item, when I saw it, I was like, to me, it took Someone him. Someone who doesn't know what it was. Right. It, yeah. it, it, t- it took them off to like a slightly higher level. Like, oh, you're kind of like trained in some, kind of like Grievous, t- trained in your Jedi art. I didn't think Ours, all the way. Right. But like something in that degree where you're not just like a military person, you're like maybe one step above where you potentially have this really interest. Now I know you have some interesting backstory that would lead you to having that. And on top of that, it's not a lightsaber that I've ever seen. So now I'm curious to see what that is and why it's like, you know, evil's red. Then why, what's black if evil's red? You know, like that's kind of where I'm coming from where there's that item has no weight or baggage for me. A little, so it's a, kind of like, well, what's the tease? You to know? me, also a little bit is like, why didn't he use it earlier? That well, he didn't need to. Uh, 
Apparently, he needed to use it just to cut himself. He had himself. a TIE fighter like, before. He, just, he has a can opener just to open some uh, stuff, like to open up his cockpit. But it's like, you could have probably... We had a TIE fighter. To be part of the fight that they were like going to lose until like, bring out the bring out the fire boy. Oh. Well, he, the way he was standing, just doing nothing during that scene, kind of, I think he knew that they had no chance of escaping the situation. Um, so I, th- I think that like he as a character is vi- is very sharp and very I feel like he's very aware of like every situation to, to me and there's like a tactician there is a, there's a yeah. fun thing where it's like the bi- bad guys must lose right and that's like a, like a rule right yeah. the bad guys always lose and like that's okay and whether it's by hubris or not but it's kind of like like the other things I've seen stuff like that where it's like in they, a way, they you could show say you the he full, did. They show you the full shaft. You of could like, say he did okay. die by 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 hubris because he took a tie fighter to take out like three guys. Mm-hmm. When typically you would use a tie fighter for another short range fighter. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Versus like he could have gotten on a speeder with his dark blade, but he was like, no, like I'm gonna be, you know, He's even egotistical himself. and kind of you know fuck himself in the end. And that's why it's kind of even funnier when he when it kind of gets blown out of the sky. So yeah, it's interesting that, um, yeah, it doesn't have the same. I I ended the episode like now you fucking show me this. Yeah, I was like so like, it's so cool, mm-hmm. but I'm like, well shit. Yeah, well I, I just wish we had more like that. That would be I guess one of my qualms is that we didn't get enough of Moff Gideon, um, through the series mm-hmm. if he was sort of pulling the strings all along kind of thing. But I guess in in that in that TV show way, then it's sort of like that's kind of what you get. Sometimes is because they need to have you focus on one big bad before you focus on the next big bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I guess I like something as like yes. a, like like I would call like an artifact, right? It's like something yeah. really important to the story. Like and like I joked about, it. I'm like, why the fuck doesn't Mando have a jetpack? And then he gets his jetpack. Gets and it. It's like yeah. it feels really good when he gets his jetpack. Mm-hmm. And this with the dark side, I'm like, there's to me, there's almost no weight for me with this. Like mm-hmm. it's a sword, and I'm like, it's cool looking, but it's like that's all it has. Yeah. Y- yeah. I don't think it was yes meant to necessarily. Because no, it's also Star Wars, so a glowing sword means a lot more than just a sword. I took it. I took it as a as a like end credit tease kind that, of thing. Uh, people who are listening, I went hmm? when yeah, of course I said that because mm-hmm. I just did a nonverbal. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So I don't know. It, that that just kind of irritated me. Um, what other uh, qualms might I like? Have? They should have brought it out in the last episode, oh. maybe at the very least, Something or like that, to yeah. me, talked about it in the beginning. Yeah. Like talked about like we lost Mandalore, we lost the Dark Blade, right, right, Dark right, right. Saber, or no, we lost our our birthright, mm. and that was like, what's the birthright? And then but like, right. what is this thing? And then it's like, fuck, oh, he has it. Like right. that means so Got much you. more. It's like, no, this My, doesn't mean anything. I have, I guess, I have kind of a qualm. Yeah, unless you guys want to go, I have one more. I want to go one more because I go hard in the paint. I was a little disappointed in the eweb gun. Like I was hoping because of the way he was, maybe it was just the way he was talked up. Like it just ended up being well, it was also another Gatling. Well, yeah, it also, it, 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 but it ended up just being like another Gatling gun. But it also felt like a weaker version of the thing in the first episode that he that he like mounts and like takes out that entire complex. Yeah, I mean, so the E web is a is a, a is a kind of like um, I was expecting directional. Something. Like you kind of pointed at what you're the area. Yeah, you're you're, you're doing it. Uh-huh. It's not meant to be like a tactile. Like that thing is meant to be like jump on it and let's, right. Let's move around with this. Uh, the web is just more of a let's point it at a bunker mm. and fucking destroy that bunker. Yeah, but but it didn't do that. Uh, I mean, or did it, it not get it fired? Pre- it didn't get it fired no, until he, no, he picked, picked it up. Until he picked, he picked it up. Yeah. Well, he I was didn't get fired right. at the bunker. Right. Yeah. I would yeah. say I would say like to compare it like Last Jedi, their weapon was way more menacing. Well, even Mandalorian's own disintegrator thing. Like I, I thought it was going to be the way he described like oh. them being disintegrated as they tried to do their drop trooper thing. Mm-hmm. I thought like they get vaporized out of the air as yeah. opposed to like, but it it's, it's a, a it's a blasters, you know. Everyone just there. do team shooting. But it, it was just a little <laughs> just like team oh. shot it. Gotcha. Because I was like, what is this thing gonna do? And then I was like, oh, it's the same thing. <laughs> but yeah, that was but, just my own like. But also, I would say it like it'd be cool if it was a different color. Yeah, or different Even color, then, something like, different. So, where or like to me, I'm trying to. But it's already to, it's already a cannon. Like no, I don't mean cannon like a weapon cannon. It's already cannon. As in what that, it does, as what, what it does, does. Yeah. yeah. So they so can't totally change fine. that. Yeah, I mean, in terms of well, just like, well, just in terms of introduced he's as like, a different, he weapon. called it as yeah. a predecessor, so he could have done something with that. Um, I have uh, fucking flashback is what, like, don't show me the shit I've already seen. Show me the part where he's already in the fucking at, at the bottom. Fast forward a bit more of that because I was stuff. like, I've seen all of this, and then I'm like, and then fucking it's gonna open, and then I see the droid. Now what's gonna happen? And then like, cool. 
That's your problem that's with flashbacks, though. I mean, that, that's what you get. Like, they sprinkled that flashback multiple times, and yeah. it's like, they, different parts of it's like... Well, it's like, now is let's give them the Is this a serial or is this not a serial? Yeah. Is this a serial or not a serial? Let's give them the full story. Is now, this the first kinda, episode or not the first episode? Unedited. I, I, think that, I think it was supposed to drive home that this is like, now you're getting it. Now you, can now see you get the flashback, of the full thing. Pieces. I think that's what... But yeah, to your point, you get a lot of redundancy. I mean, and that's sort of like a common theme of this show where it's like, it, some of it is padded with with like without the need to be well padded. I'll say this I love watching shows that have last time and they show me a fucking preview because mm. I love seeing that shit because I'm like cool those are the things that they felt is most important for this episode so why the fuck do I have to see it again you know what I mean like they do it already baked in yeah. so why am I seeing a full version of the flashback versus just let's just drop the kid off we'll be there and then the droid comes out. It's like, cool. This is the part where I'm like, gonna see the fuck. How does he get out? But how does he get out? I wonder if Tyga shot it. It doesn't like, matter. Shot Whoever it, edited it, was, it is the issue. But then it was like borrowed for the for the flashbacks in I the would earlier say, episodes. You know, show then the he whole wanted thing. to show. Well, I think I was. I'm wondering if Tyga like and shot for it this episode and was like, and this is for in. me. And then they, you know, wanted to sprinkle it or whatever. But he's like, well, that doesn't that doesn't mean that it's not what I intended it, mm -hmm. which is for this episode kind of thing. That's. Well, I mean, like, to, I don't know. There's just like, oh, to me, there's a better way to do it. And oh, it's sure. like you sprinkle it throughout and then you can rehash certain parts where he's talking to someone else. It's like, cool, that's the way he's talking about. And then at the very end, like, or show this right here or show just like They could have montaged up to, they could have montaged it, it throughout up to, the series and then show them saying goodbye to the kid. Like, show less of it throughout the series and just show it right here when he's actually having to explain well, to all only, his friends. They only do it like twice though. Like it, it's both times he's getting new armor is, is when they do it. Mm -hmm. And it's in like episode one in, Whenever he got Beth, Beskar three, one and three. I feel like he did it. Uh, they did it as well. Like when he was explaining something, I feel like I, to me, I just felt like Maybe. this was so long, right. and I've seen the same footage. And like this is a weekly show, so it's not like I'm binging it. So I, I feel redundant. It's like I'm, I feel it feels like redundant at a weekly show. Hmm. And like to me, like a weekly show, you're supposed to build anticipation, which it did. But then like showing the same footage over and over again, I'm like, I'm uh, like, get me, get me, get me to the point, baby. Because I would have wanted to see more of the rescue part. Because mm -hmm. I'm like, thank God I'm seeing new footage. Got it. You mm -hmm. know? Um, but yeah, it, it was, I just love the music through that sequence and it was just shot really well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. I, I, I yeah. liked it, but I was like, I just felt like I I, I was deserved of it before this mm -hmm. point. Um, because I thought I would have saw who Moff was. Because the way that they were talking, like, oh, I know who he is. He's oh, right. See. He is. It's like his name's Moff Gideon. Blah blah blah. And then they show this flashback. Like, oh, are we gonna see Moff and Gideon he's now? Not in there. And he's not in there. And they're like, okay, this is another part. It's like maybe before, but please. <laughs> yeah. um, well, I mean, they were talking about the Mandalorians and the Creed culture. at that point. So yeah. it, it. Well, there was a lot of exposition at the very beginning of the show, mm -hmm. or this episode. episode, where it was just like, oh, I guess we're, this is it. Yeah. Again, mm -hmm. one, two, three, and this uh, seven and eight. Yeah. Um, I liked and disliked. The unmasking. Why? I liked it because it's like, cool, we've been waiting for it, but I kind of had that moment. You're one of your favorite moments, Corey. Oh, no, I don't know if it's your favorite moment. There's a moment in Justice League Animated where mm -hmm. Lex Luthor and the Flash switch bodies. Yes, yeah, one of my favorite moments. And Lex Luthor finally goes to the bathroom and he's like, I'm not going to find out who the Flash is. Takes off his mask. He's like, who is no this? Who <laughs> I have no idea who this is. I have no is. idea who this is. So, like, it, to me, they were like, oh my God, we're going to see this. We're going to see him. We're going to see him. We're going to see him. And then it like, kind of just felt like a dude? so normal, dude. Semi like so anticlimactic when they did it. Oh, not for me. I felt like for me, I was I was in it. I was like, well, I mean, I think I was uh, just I wonder like, if people have been it's wondering. a guy. Cool. I mean, but what did you expect? Well, like, of course, it's a guy, but it's like you know, like they're they're I don't know, they're the child was, race. <laughs> there's something by the way that just the, a fucking cock. The way like, oh it, whoa, the way it was framed in such a way that like it just didn't feel like it mattered. It was like, cool, I take off my mask. I'm going to spray this thing and you're healed. Now put the helmet on. It's like, and then all of a sudden. Oh, they it was Bantha, which was really cool, which is the tank that it's like a miniaturized version of the tank Luke was in. Oh. In the in that Empire. healing tank. Yeah. yeah. And then right after, here comes uh, <laughs> uh, Gary and uh, Cara Dune. <gasps> Look back. Oh my God, you made it. What the fuck? Wait, I mean, yeah, I guess. Either he wasn't <laughs> or not, but they looked like way more happy than it should have been for like, Leave me, leave me here. Well, it's, no, I mean, you way. assume that the droid was the droid was going to stay there by his side until he died. Yeah, yeah, have a final hurrah, and then they look back, and it, but it happens so quickly because there's a first shot you see of them in the sub in the tunnels, and they just turn back. It's yeah. not even like they're down there. They see the flames take over. They're like, oh no, 
and they keep oh, going. Oh, there's no like build up to the and then also they, like the like spray helmet or helmet spray. Next shot sewer. They look back. You're alive. It's like they reacted. We like, saw that. They reacted <laughs> like he had forgotten his wallet and he yeah. just had to go back and get it. Yeah, a little kind of bit. Like, a okay, little let's bit. go. No. And so I'm like not trying to be so harsh about it, but I was like, what are you? What? <laughs> there was like there was almost no moment of separation between the two. Yeah. There was there was more moments for us as the audience because there's yeah. no moment in their time space that they should have felt that way. Mm-hmm. Um, that moment and yeah, so yeah, I guess I talked a little bit about the IG11 where it's like I really wanted more of this exploration of like the, the that's my android. As I wanted him to last longer, but I from the Taika being cast, I understand practicality. Mm-hmm. They can't keep him, so they have to kind of wrap his storyline up now. And in, in, in many ways, I mean, like you know, I like how they wrapped it up. It would have been. You know, it's special in this way. Kind of like we yeah. got we got some awesome scenes with him and yeah. he's immortalized. I did get him more than I thought I was going to, yeah. which I'm happy about. I, I would say the cool thing about the non movie, non Star non Skywalker saga stuff, so Clone mm-hmm. Wars, Rebels, Rogue One, you see a lot more love given to droids. Yeah. I wish this show hopefully maybe it has it again, but it's kinda like the first love's been burned already. So it's kinda I don't know how how you're gonna try to, you know, you want more you want, we need more droids. Well, like even some episodes of Rebels, they do episodes where it's like there's learned, there's love, and then there's like the flip of the expectation, and then there's the sacrifice, mm-hmm. and it's like done really well. It's like, why do I give a shit about a droid? But also like, I give a shit about a droid. It's interesting because I was thinking about that, but I, I wonder if it would take away from the whole lone gunman Western feel if you all of a sudden have a third you know, yeah, part of the that's why they're. That's why the. Well, them but are I would staying. like to. But I would like to have a, and that's, a droid. I mean, that's why I talked board. about like how I'm so critical of the show. It's like everything that you probably would want would just rob you of what the show is trying to be. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you care about characters when the show doesn't want you to care about characters? Mm-hmm. And it's like because it's a well, lone gunman western. It has to be. It's like oh, I can't even care about that guy then. So it's it's it's, it's a life of acquaintances. Is yeah, the bounty hunter life. So I mean, I, that's what it's. I think, Gun on the run. Forward. Yeah. So I mean. Uh, other than that, qualms. Um, uh, uh, not not too so much a qualm. No, stormtroopers aren't just people, Corey. They're assholes, and people aren't just assholes because you don't see so many people out there just punching babies for no goddamn reason. <laughs> Fuck you, Jason Sudeikis. No, but also I did like how Second City came out. Yeah, and they said like, oh, we do not approve of the punching babies of alumnus. I'll, that scene was so great. Uh, yeah. I thought that was good, but I was just like. I was like, God damn, like these these are the like most rude, terrible stormtroopers I've ever seen. Yeah. That's why like, they get the sheet beaten out of them. Yeah. Well, they, they also have why to that's sit, so rewarding to come up and they also it. have to sit in the middle of a, I'm sure, hot desert sitting there in their armor. Oh, so they're sorry. probably not in their happiest of moods. <laughs> well, sorry that you fucking just, you know, wait, wanted... wait, is this a qualm or is no, this a I was like, no, it's what's know. happening right well, now? Well, again, qualms are discussion points. It doesn't have to be just shitting on a thing. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking no. of like the mood of the stormtroopers. Yeah, but yeah. also it's if it's a qualm, fuck shitty ass people. You know also, what I'm the yeah. marksman thing I took away. Not this isn't a qualm, just a callback to earlier. But um, I I took away that their guns are just shitty. Did you, like, did you like how it rattled? Yeah, yeah it like rattled because because <laughs> I was like, well, both of them. This is what a shitty gamer would say. Look like they were <laughs> maybe that's it. They were just like yeah, a, a sword loser blaming his his blaster. gun instead of like yeah. no, you got to learn how to play. Column with A, the column control. B, man. You gotta learn how to use your gun. That, that was funny. I was like, if that's the case, then that would exp- that would be that's the easiest explanation for like all stormtroopers having crappy aim. I would say this: when the Republic used clones, they won the war. Yeah. When the Empire and other people use non-clones, they don't win wars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's not the gun. Yeah. There you go. And apparently, if you're a good guy, you use the gun. You have aimbot. <laughs> so it's not the gun. Yeah. Um, sword losers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, other qualms. Uh. No, nothing else. I would say like those are like just big highlights for me. And the point of other things are just like kind of baked into the DNA of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just because the show is not what I want it to be. But instead, it is what it is, and I have to kind of like adjust my watching experience every time I watch it. But those are those are some things where I'm like, that doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. That doesn't matter either. So I'm not going to pretend it matters. But then people are like, it matters. I'm like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The only reason it matters is because you have have like pre-read knowledge before the thing is but, but it can matter in its own like bubble it could look cool and, that, and like it's fun it could to, be cool to watch it could look or cool. whatever it could sound and cool. it can matter tom yeah but things i was like some matter. Things, they don't matter there's matter to you they don't yeah in, in you, different yeah. ways well, they, yeah. to me like the, some things are in there in the ways that you want them to matter but they they matter for other people in other ways yeah 
I don't know. Yeah. To me, I, there's like the reason why we keep seeing Batman's parents die is because they want to show why this matters. Sure. The, like, if they don't show Ben Parker dying, it's because that doesn't well, but matter. But what about when they showed <laughs> Robin's armor? Yeah, it fucking matters. It doesn't. it doesn't. They never show it. They do show Robin's armor. They and don't Batman show him dying. But they don't. But why do does that armor matter? Oh, because that's what I'm saying. The same argument. Well, they're gonna have to show what happens afterwards, and that was the plan. And to me, that's the thing where it's like, but at maybe least that's there's a the plan. plan with the dark saber. Well, then tell me what a sigil means. <laughs> yeah, maybe they we'll will, Tom. Out. Maybe they won't. I'm just saying. There's a <laughs> lot of did, like. They did six episodes to tell me what it meant and it didn't. Of, I think there's a lot of seat. Well, I mean, again, like it subverts our what we expect to see out of a traditional show. Yeah, and show think, me a gun. I expect it to be fired. Well, and, and I think to your point, I think it's that simple. Like it's like a lot of times when we do theory crafting, especially this year with with two with the end of two sagas, you know, there's been not two sagas, this like is, seven sagas. Or this set what? Endgame, Star Wars, Game of Thrones, okay, yeah. Kingdom Hearts. Okay, everything has ended this year. Yeah. So I mean, with all that, yeah. we've all done a ton of theory crafting. Uh and a lot of times we just come down to the conclusion of we're giving writers way too much credit. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes it's just as simple as like they see the dark blade, so dark blade is going to be the topic of an episode. <laughs> like, I think it's that simple. Yeah, I mean, also to I don't know. I like I have given so many things so much grace of like, oh, th- some things are cool, and then you put it in there, and like it's a a piece. But it's like when they say like, oh, we're trying to look for someone like this kid in Queens and Stephen Strange. Like, I know what that fucking means. <laughs> People who don't know the mo- don't know yeah. comic books don't know what that means. But I know. Two more movies later, they're going to show me what that is. Yeah. But this six episodes later, they're not going to tell me what that means. And that's my big frustration. It's like you've introduced so many things, but you're not trying to explain it. Yeah. And that's a that's a tough thing. Like, and I harp on like sometimes you do have to like do reading and stuff like that. But like this show is like trying to put so much emphasis on things that like you do you do. You're worried about the balance of like a fan service versus um, actually needing it for the plot or for the characters or the, or the story. Fan service, I say there's a tough thing where it's like you are rewarding people for out of film narrative or out of mm-hmm. like the screen narrative stuff that like they just want that's that never been like even told about. Mm-hmm. But then like this is kind of like you're showing things but you're not, you're just saying like, like to me it's like, here's a ribbon. It's a ribbon. <laughs> like, th- it's like, oh, but your sigil. It's like, it matters. Why does it matter? Like, well, it's, they, like, they, it's, that, like, it's like them showing uh, Thor's hammer at the end of uh, I mean, Iron Man or whatever the it was. There's between the line context clues of every other true Mandalorian who has their jetpack, who has everything else, has a sigil on their arm. So the context there is that it's the last kind of piece of the puzzle. And the way they explain it is that it's the moment that not what? only, not only did he save the baby, the baby saved him. But what other sigils have we seen? On all the other Mandalorians in the Enclave? Yeah. On the heavies and all that kind of stuff? Yeah. yeah. I'm what, telling you. What are, what, yeah. what are those? What do they? What do they look like? No, no, whatever their not, sigil is. Yeah, what, yeah, but I mean, so that's the thing where it's like you just see it, but it's like yeah. if someone that doesn't have it. What does that mean? You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Well, I mean, there's a lot of that though. There's, there's yeah, a lot of like, what does it actually mean versus like? I think we're, we're supposed to infer it through the through the context of how it's being like presented, and I like, think I don't yeah. think it's I don't like that. That's what I mean by us giving writers. Too it's much not credit. a spoon fed. Yeah, it's thing. not spoon fed, but, a, but a, at the same time, it's not. It's not trying to trick you or anything like it, it, it is it almost is exactly what you it's think kind it of is face value it's just yeah. your last piece of becoming a mandalorian warrior so like it's and your, all it is your, is they set it up to define like you'll earn it one day so feet it's some milestone your your large feet yeah. to earn your i remember saying but i agree I that i want saying, like, more oh you'll get you'll earn one but it's like yeah. what does that mean when i do want to I, I would love like you know one of these we, we talk about like these like filler kind of episodes like i would love a filler episode of, so to speak of like Let's go down the path of somebody else's um, signet and see what that means for them and, and mm-hmm. how they got it and to maybe understand that a bit more. So I agree I agree in that respect. Um, but yeah, I didn't think that it was necessarily like missing information. Well, like it's kind of like, I wouldn't even call that a filler episode. That's like a more important episode than like an episode. Like about, about our th- episode. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, but like having that where like if so, another Mandalorian could talk about their experience, mm-hmm. then we can get the like reverence of like what Jin doesn't have. You know what I mean? Like, that's what, yeah. So I, I agree in that sense that like it would be for everything that's that is presented, it would be nice to for them to understand that yeah, they have a lot of time to spend, so they should be they should be filling it with like things that to help us understand the world more. And to, yeah, and I mean like the thing is like those things wouldn't bother me if I just knew more about anyone else other than like five or so characters that didn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like I know now I have like two other episodes that like those characters didn't matter, but now I have this like climactic ending where it's like. 
all these things happen. It's like, well, there's no, there's not been a lot of weight towards him either. Like, I didn't feel like he wanted to earn his sigil. I didn't feel like he wanted to earn his jetpack. He just got it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, well, he's a foundling that actually did save me. Oh, that makes sense. Now you get your sigil. It's like, I mean, I don't think he was trying to get it. He wasn't trying to go mm-hmm. for straight A's. He was just no. trying to survive. I mean, that, by, by that's proxy, like, they just like, here you go. Yeah. Well, it's like uh, getting a promotion. It's like you get it when you earn it. And you earn it not always consciously. Mm-hmm. Like you don't always go for it. I mean, is a sigil a promotion? I could, you can think of it that way. Like promotion or like, or a, like a certificate. It's a, cer- it's a certification kind of thing is how I kind of took it. It's like you are now like fully fledged kind of Mandalorian. Yeah. As far as anybody is concerned. So he shouldn't have been called Mando to begin with. No, not necessarily. Right. It's it's the difference between like Boba Fett. Padawan versus a knight. Jabba Fett. It's like Jesus Christ. It's Padawan, Padawan versus a Padawan knight. They're still Jedi. They're still Jedi. It's Padawan tonight. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, I get that, but it's like they're, that's all we're reading between the lines. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is what this show is. I think all, this is yeah. one of those things that's just, that's what the show is. Yeah. It's not a, here's all the information you, you get need. context clues and that's the best you can hope for. I guess it's weird because like I get reading between the lines between character relationships mm-hmm. but not between people and objects. And worlds. Worlds. World building. Ish. Ish. Mm-hmm. I mean like knowing. Yeah, like the culture of Mandalorian. Well it's yeah. like we the, this, this currency isn't used anymore. That's a reading between the lines because the Imperial doesn't work anymore. Mm-hmm. But like this is an e-web and this does this to people. Like that's just putting it out on front street. Mm-hmm. It's like your signet is important and you'll earn it later. Mm-hmm. Why is it important? Maybe you don't, we don't need to know yet. And and so I'm saying and maybe like, that's how they're afford, afforded with an eight episode run kind of thing. Like fifteen like, million. Like, well, we have to. We have for this me, many pages. To, knowing we have the show to, isn't done yet, it's hard for me to find that stuff as qualms. Mm-hmm. Just because I know there's more story to have. Uh, I know there's an entire other season where we but yeah. So these things. we we set they set up. You know, some there's some seeds for season two. So I mean, they end off the season with like. Jar, Din Jaren and, and the child and the have child. to go and he has to find the child's train yeah. uh, habitat. Yeah. yeah. I, I love Armor's statement of like, so I have to go do this, this, and this and she's like, that's up for you to, to decide or see. She's she's the way. Yeah. 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 And so so it's kind of like, well, you're going to figure out what is going to, what you're going to be doing. your son. Right. I mean, so the cool thing I liked was that like, uh, 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 my favorite character of the episode, Grief. I'm just calling grief. Yeah. Uh, he opens arms, gives a, like Mando a way to like, hey, come in. But then, you know, this is in character and plot. Like, this is the point of no return. Mm-hmm. He has made the decision to not be part of the bounties and bounty hunters anymore, at least at this point. So it's like, to me, this is the point where like, you better show some drastic consequence. Or he's charged with uh, taking, wait, consequence for what? For not being part of the bounty hunter guild. I don't think there is consequence. I mean, the thing is, like, he was open, he's given open arm to, like, hey, be part of it. You'll become an esteemed member of it. You'll get all of the things. So when you come back, you have all of the bounties up to your feet. And he says, no, I have to go it alone, do a different thing. So mm-hmm. it's like, he has to see the consequence. You might, you might, he has get to see the consequence some... of not going with friends and to do this. Job oh, I see what you're saying. That might manifest in him specifically being... not joining the guild. And I was like, no, I don't think there's like, no in terms of story and character, his lesson must be yes. learned that, like, that was like a yeah. tough thing to do, but this is the right way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you have to punish your characters. And so, like, I better, like, to me, and that's the thing, I better fucking see I it. I think you so will. It's like, I think you will. Um, just because it is a topic, and I, I imagine some of those characters are going to return in season two. So I imagine some of those interactions will hopefully pay some of that off. Yeah. I mean, I would hope, you know, in Star Wars fashion, hopefully that town gets, like, you know, revived. And yeah. Up, but I mean, he said that it's gone, all the scum and money is yeah. gone. But to me, in a better, more, like, better writing way, it'd be better if it got destroyed. And the fact that he left is because is the reason why it got destroyed, because the Imperials were like, okay, that's how it's going to be. I, th- I think there's enough uh, story threads to to not complicate it further. Well, because like to me, it's like that's what happens because you're not choosing to be a protector. You're not choosing to be with people. So the things you leave is destruction in your wake. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. So. Yeah. Because Moff is still on that planet, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Moff. Moff. Ma- Ma- Moff. Uh, <laughs> I assume he'll be the big bad for at least the second season. We'll see yeah. what happens there. Um. But anyways, let us know uh, what you, the audience, have been excited for. The people. Uh, hit us up on the socials. You know how to, you know what to do. Nerdon.tv. <laughs> internet, uh, internet, email address. Clicky clicks. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're, we have Nerdon Nation. Join to get awesome perks uh, and speak with like-minded individuals about this show or anything, like gardening. Mm-hmm. If you want to talk more, check out, like, join our Nerdon Nation. Be part yeah. of our Discord, baby. Also, what did you guys think of this show? You know, yeah. we're trying something new, a seasonal show. 
You know, yeah. it goes along the episode, episode by episode. It goes along the show, episode by episode. Would you like it? Would you like more? Would you like more? Do you like what, it, Sam? I am. What you, would you like it for? Do you what want specifics? Do you want miniseries with the with not the full amount of team for other shows? Yeah. Let us know. Hopefully not just like in the middle of a series like Stranger Things 4. I don't no. know. <laughs> uh, so this has been season one of Mandalorian. Yeah. The Nerd Thank on you Show. Join us for the ride. We'll, we'll have, see you uh we'll see you next year. We'll have to check with Marvel if we get renewed for season two. And, uh, and more it, likely we will. It did. Yeah, I got Greenland. Oh I know, I know. I'm no, just saying us. Oh sorry. Sorry. It's it's late. It's getting late. <laughs> but uh anyways. Sing us out, Ollie. You know the drill. As always, nerd on. Ending broadcast.